This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. So this is episode two in a four-part series. So if you didn't listen to the last episode, you might want to go listen to that first. And this episode is called How to Do Great Things in 90 Days, because I have come to understand that we can do great things in 90 days. And in fact, maybe this is a better way for us to work. And maybe it's more meaningful. And Maybe we can get done in 90 days what we used to get done in a year and imagine what that could set into play. What I have found is that we dramatically underestimate how much we can get in two or three years, but we overestimate how much we can get done in a day or a week, right? Does that make sense? So in two to three years, we we can't quite see what we're capable of. Yet in a day, our lists are hundreds, if not more than hundreds of items long. They're so long that we couldn't possibly get that done in a day. So I told you in the last episode, the story of the seven coffee cups. That was my sort of big wake up and aha moment. And here's the truth about who I was the day that I drew that line in the sand. So moments before I drew the line in the sand, I was a yo-yo dieter who had literally zero faith in my body. I had used pregnancy as my excuse to eat whatever the hell I wanted, whenever I wanted. And I had landed in this body that was 80 pounds heavier than I had ever been before having kids. And I had all three kids within five years. So it was basically like five years of pregnancy and nursing. And my body was exhausted. Mm -hmm. I had no skills in the kitchen up until that point. I was pretty much panicked by cookbooks. And grocery shopping put me over the edge if anything got too complicated. I'm really not even sure that I knew what kale was at this point. And Green smoothies, though, yes, they were new at this point 12 years ago. Maybe they weren't as mainstream, but they were like literally nowhere on my radar. I really thought of food only as the three meals I was supposed to eat every day. And now in that current moment that I was in 12 years ago, not only was it what I was supposed to eat three times a day, it was now what I was supposed to make available for my husband and three kids too. 
I had, as I mentioned, three kids under five. They were literally a dream. They were a box I checked off along with marrying the hottest guy I knew who I had met in high school. And we bought our first apartment together and we were building, I was building, actually, we were not building, I was building this amazing graphic design company. Literally at the time, 12 years ago, so now you can do the math and see how how old I am now, I was 32 with all of my boxes checked. And yet I was literally miserable. When I was at work, I was sure I should have opted to stay home. When I was home, I could not wait for the babysitter to arrive so I could get back to work. And if you haven't guessed, that is, that is miserable. So on that coffee cup day, what I'm now going to refer to as the coffee cup day, the thing is, is that everything changed really quickly, like really quickly. And here's the thing I want to clarify. The journey is a journey. There's always a next level, right? And with this usually come some obstacles. And I'm very much still on a journey today. So I just want to be clear about that. This, this system that I'm talking about, this way that I leaned into, it's something I repeat often because, and I will be forever because it's a journey. And every time I go on this sort of next rung of this spiral, I get to the next level and, and then I can see more and then I can see more and then I can see more because from where we stand, we can only see so much. We can only imagine so much of what we're capable of. So I just want everyone to understand there, there's no like end destination. It is a journey. And in this case, in this little piece of the journey, 12 years ago, things shifted really quickly really quickly. And I want to tell you that because I know that they can for you too. And here's what I want to say a little, I want to go a little bit further into why that is true. So I'm going to pause for a second with an amazing quote that says, happiness does not depend on what you have or who you are. It solely relies on what you think. I'm going to repeat that again. Happiness does not depend on what you have or who you are. It solely relies on what you think. And that was said by Buddha. So my new thought that day that I drew the line in the sand was five years on, five years off. I imagined what life would be like five years into the future. I wrote it down. I read it. I imagined it. I literally felt it. I felt it in my body and in my bones. And I made the goal to lose the weight. I was 100% in because it did not have to happen the next day. And that had been one of the things that had happened on that sort of yo-yo cycle. It was always like, okay, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And what I did after I, I gave myself this, this long ramp, this journey, I gave myself the gift of the journey instead of the, the problem solve, like the next day problem solve. And this meant that I could look really carefully at the season I was in. And I could figure out how to support my goals in that season. Now I want to tell you a little bit about the season. So 
literally we are in season, some of us, like we live in places where there's seasons, winter, fall, spring, and we have different moods. We have seasons of the year sometimes in terms of when the kids are in school or not. But we also have seasons of our life, right? So we have seasons when things are busier at home and and maybe not as busy at work. We have seasons in where we're in a different hormonal cycle, right? Whether that is because we're pregnant or because we're in perimenopause, there's different seasons we have. There's different seasons of our marriage, different seasons of motherhood. And I find that the benefit of what I'm about to talk about is that we can really look at the season we're in and plan for that instead of this generic like time frame that doesn't really take into consideration where we are. And that's what actually I think is one of the biggest downfalls of some of how we used to maybe plan. So I looked and I looked at what my se- this season I was in, you know, it was a, a big season of work, but it was also a busy season at home. And clearly I didn't have skills in the kitchen. And I simply made a plan to go to yoga class. And I figured that that could happen with the time that I was no longer going to spend at Starbucks getting coffees. And I figured out what a workable next step could be. And I kept it embarrassingly simple each step of the way. So I went to this yoga class and the yoga class led me to understand how I could change my food because I met somebody who could help me and she helped me and I kept it so simple because I was in a season of having three babies. So I literally ate the same thing for six months, not because that's really what I wanted to do, but because I really cared about my health. And it was complicated at home with, you know, three kids under five. And that's how I could sustain it. So it it kind of unfolded like this. I went to yoga, I changed my food, I, again, ate the same thing for six months. Then I got tired of it. And so then very quickly in front of me, it was like, oh, you could learn to cook, Mia. Like, this could be a thing. So I Googled cooking classes. I found a teacher who would teach cooking, actually Nina Mandelson, who's been on this podcast before. She doesn't even teach cooking anymore. I think it was the last class she ever taught. Um, And I got to go sit in her kitchen and learn from her. I worked on family dinners after I figured out how to cook and how to weave this back into my family. Because obviously, when I was just keeping things super simple, and really focused on those six meals a day, that that wasn't necessarily what I was giving my kiddos. So then I worked on how we brought it into the family. And then I revisited the food after I had done that to really see how I could, if I was serving myself still and, and, and still serving them and how it all worked together and what that really looked like in a day. So it just unfolded piece by piece by piece by piece. And I'll explain to you how it's continued to unfold over the next, last 12 years um, in one of the episodes coming up. So what happened was within 90 days, I lost some weight I rid myself of seasonal allergies. Well, in the first 90 days, I never got sick and I didn't have to take antibiotics. And that has been true true ever since. I balanced my hormones so I could really understand when I was hungry and when I wasn't. I had boundless energy and I felt happy and at ease. And I sometimes leave this part out, but I explain sometimes to people like it almost felt like I had gone to... 10 years of therapy, but it like just all worked itself out in a week. Like I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't do anything. It's just somehow I was eating food that actually fueled my body, actually helped me feel an alignment. And I just was unstoppable. 
And I can pretty much guarantee that if I had not changed my thinking at the same time, I could have done all the same actions that I did, like literally showing up to the same places with very little results. Because that had been my life up until this point. That had been the up and the down and the up and the down. And I just want you to know that I share my stories because they're the ones that I know best. So I can tell them, obviously, because I know because they've happened to me. But this idea of intuition, then take a small step, then take the next step when it's uncovered. Um, I see it at play every single week in Flow 365. So I see over and over and over how momentum literally is created by taking little movements, little teeny moves. And that when you take little steps, one step at a time, and you just start creating that movement in your life, you start creating miracles. So for example, I'm just gonna give you some examples. So one Flow 365er came into Flow 365, had a very specific 90 day goal around decluttering um, her space. And in decluttering her space, she could, she, it had to do with a lot of papers that she was decluttering. And it literally became clear to her through that decluttering that she had a book within her to write. And within that 90 days, she, she sort of upped her goal, shifted her goal and wrote her first book. And within three seasons, I believe she had three books of her own and five that included like books that she was a part of. Like you can't make that momentum up. And it was all due to that small action, which felt so strong within her. It was such a strong intuitive hit. And something like flow was not part of what she did before that moment. Like she didn't sign up for things like this. This wasn't, she didn't know about coaching before. So somehow she found it and she saw the possibility and she dove in and now she has, she's an author. So cool. So another Flow 365er joined Flow right as the pandemic was hitting and very quickly shifted one set of business goals to another set of business goals that could help her in that time. So she essentially created a business and she created this level of freedom in her business that she didn't have in the work she was previously doing. And so that was like a few 90 day seasons to really create this framework of this business. And then what happened was actually a series of somewhat more unfortunate events in the seasons after that, um, that dealt with the health of her family members. And she was able to respond. She was able to be there as the family member, as the sister, as the daughter, as the wife that she really dreamed of being because she had created this freedom in 90 day seasons. It's, it's really unbelievable to me when I just see what people are capable of, humans are capable, what women are capable of. Let's stick to women. Um, I've also watched... Um, mother, I'm just going to stick to one person. I've watched someone who's a mother of two come in, of two younger kids come in, um, who is just feeling so overwhelmed with just all the different things. Um, this particular woman actually was sort of a, a part-time entrepreneur, but really it was, it was motherhood and caring for older parents and the house that was really her thing at the time that she came in and everything was really feeling really overwhelming. And she started to really dive into this, this process and 
became clear that she wanted to work. So she went and got a, a job, a full-time job. And it's been amazing to watch what impeccable care she can take of herself while having this job. So now I want it to be your turn. And here's what I did in the simplest form so that you can do it too. So I want you to go through these three steps and make this yours. I want to see what you're capable of in a season. All right. So step one is to write your five to 10 year vision. Get really clear on your ideal life. If money, family, and work had no constraints, I want you to go there. What would your life look like? And that's really why we go out five to 10 years, because whatever obstacles you're seeing right now, most of us can be like, okay, those wouldn't be there. So what's next? What's next? Whereas within a year or a month, like we feel like those obstacles are, are still there. All right, now it's your turn. I'm going to explain to you what I did in the simplest form so that you can do it too. Now, I definitely teach more about this. I even teach more about this in the free course from Overwhelm to Ease. You can just head on over to the Plan Simple website and take. But this is in its simplest form and you could just take these three things. You could open your notebook and you could be on your way. All right. So step one, write your five to 10 year vision. Get really, really clear on what your ideal life would look like if money, family, work had no constraints. So the reason we go out in time five to 10 years is because that way you can believe that anything is possible. When we're looking at a year that's a little bit harder to believe. And so sometimes our imaginations aren't as open as they could be. So that's why we go out in time five to 10 years, just pick the number that feels the most resonant between five and 10 years. Step two, decide how you want to feel. In the next 90 days, in this next season, do you want to feel connection? Do you want to feel creativity, abundance, clarity, health? You name it, any feeling. What, it, what How is it that you want to feel in the next 90 days? And then Step three is what piece do you want to tackle based on that in the next season, in the next 90 days? And I want you to base this on the current season of your life. So first we're going far out, right? And we're really casting a vision. And then we're getting clear. We're, we're connecting with ourselves to see how we want to feel. And we're choosing which piece we're going to move forward based on that. And then the next step is we're, we're going to respond to how we're naturally feeling. So if you're in a stage of crazy hormones in perimenopause, you may choose different things than if you're feeling really balanced already. You might choose different things to focus on. If you're in a season, sometimes we have different times of the year where we're just like, hunkered down and we go inside and we get internal and we have other times of the year where we're more out of ourselves and, and we're connectors and we like connecting with people. And so if you're in an inward place and you have a possibility of writing a book or an ebook or blog posts or whatever, and you also really want to grow your social media you might choose like the reflective inward thing and save the social media for the season where you know that you're way more 
outgoing and outward focused. Does that make sense? So we want to respond at some level. And if we need, like if you're feeling like, no, but this thing is calling me, even though it seems to be a little out of alignment with the season, then what you do is as you're planning, you you bridge the gap, you get in alignment with how you're feeling in that season, you, you bridge it, you make literally make things that will make you feel that way. So maybe it's that you commit to an exercise routine every morning, or you commit to a certain way of eating, or um, you commit to time by yourself so that it balances out the social media building you're going to do. You see what I mean? So you can figure out how to balance it out yourself, but you can also respond to the season. So again, step one, I want you to write your five to 10 year vision. Step two, I just want you to write down that one word. How are you really wanting to feel right now? And step three, based on that, what piece of that vision are you going to tackle in the next 90 days? And actually, I don't love the word tackle. So let's call it focus. What piece are you going to focus on in the next 90 days? We're always, we're always shifting what we, how we talk about time around here. I even catch myself, clearly. So I hope that I have shown you that a 90-day goal is a really powerful way when, when you really respond to the season you're in and how you want to feel and your big vision, that a 90-day goal is such a powerful way forward. All right. And I have had many 90 day goals since that seven coffee cup day moment, which I didn't even know I was really setting a 90 day goal in that moment. But that was the first moment that I started setting goals this way, sort of unconsciously. And then over the years, it got more conscious and became the flow planning method. So since committing to my best life one season at a time, some of the things that have happened is I've really transformed my own health. I've transformed how we eat together as a family. This was way back when. Um, I have more recently figured out how to use food and, and different modalities to help me weather perimenopause in a much better way. <laughs> I've had 90-day goals around just loving my body, around decluttering, around writing my book was a 90-day goal, going on the book tour, the logistics of getting on it was a 90-day goal. I actually did my book tour in 90-day segments. I homesch Homeschooling the kids, again, was, was part of a 90-day goal. I have worked on creating just an amazing marriage has been part of 90-day goals, um, helping my kids through different milestones and hard times has sometimes been part of my goals, travel. So all of these things are things that I'm able to just weave into my life in a much more thoughtful and much more active and momentous way than I ever did before I started doing it this exact way. So again, I'm going to hand it back to you. It's your turn. I want you to go do one, two, and three, all right? You're going to go set that vision. You're going to decide how you want to feel, and you're going to really look at what that means in the next season, okay? I already know that you are going to do amazing things, and in order to get there, you're going to go craft some amazing goals. And if you're doubting your ability, make sure to check out the next episode because I'm going to show you how to not do that whole doubt thing anymore. That whole, I can't do this. It's not me. It's for her, but not for me. It's for all those other people, but not for me. We're going to let that go. 
And we're just going to figure out a way to do it with more ease. All right. And even if you're not ready to let it go, we're going to at least help you keep going in spite of it. Okay. So I will see you on the next episode after you have done some writing and really come up with what's next for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart and have a great day. 